Welcome, welcome back, my friends, to PMP Journey. This is where we are on a journey. We're trying to go pretty quick to get through all of the knowledge areas to get an understanding of all the processes real quick because it's part of the PMP exam. So today we're taking a look at scope management. And as usual, I want you to follow me to the relevant page. This is on page 130 in the PMBOK guide. We're going to be talking about every process in every knowledge area at a high level. Today's scope, scope management. So at a very high level, here are the processes of scope. First one is plan scope management. This is where we're getting a scope management plan that guides us on how to manage scope and also a requirements management plan that guides us on how to manage requirements. Then we've got collect requirements, collecting the requirements. We've got defined scope. This is where we develop a detailed description of the project and product. Then we've got create WBS, creating a work breakdown structure. We move into validate scope. This is where the customer or our stakeholders are in the process of formalizing acceptance of completed project deliverables. And last but not least, we've got control scope. And this is where you, the project manager and the team should be involved in monitoring the status of the project and product scope and making sure that any changes go through the right channels in performing integrated change control. So let's take a look at the major outputs, major outputs that we get from the first process, scope management plan and requirements management plan. Taking a look at the second process, I hope you're there on page 130, the major outputs, I'm not going through all of them, just the major ones, requirements traceability matrix and requirements documentation. Third one, project scope statement is the output of defined scope. The fourth one usually throws folks for a loop because it doesn't read WBS as the output, it reads scope baseline. Three things you're getting, WBS, WBS dictionary, and your project scope statement all wrapped into one. But remember the project scope statement, you got that from the previous process. And this is one of the hallmarks of the PMBOK guide. We see a process giving you an output and that output, it really becomes an input to the next thing you're doing. And that is a very important hallmark of the PMBOK guide, not for every single process, but for a whole lot of processes within the same knowledge area. Going to validate scope, the major output is accepted deliverables, which means your customer has accepted them. And lastly, we have from control scope, just as I mentioned here, work performance information. So on the exam, you're not gonna be tested. What is an output of this? No, that's too easy. They're gonna dress it up. They're gonna camouflage it. They're gonna bury a lot of these names in a lot of language. So you may not get a question saying, in the process of collect requirements, what do you get? No, you could say, for example, you're a project manager and you're in the process of eliciting uh, requirements from stakeholders. Which of the following should you use or what should you do next if you run into XYZ problem? You see, they could make them extremely situational. But understanding this primary language will help you feel a lot more comfortable with the questions and you'll be able to tackle them a lot better. All right, I hope you enjoy this episode. See you in the next one.